0: Uh, I don't think we're in church unless there's some announcements. I mean, I think that's part of the order. So I'm going to make one. I'm going to take the privilege of making one announcement. Uh, there is a ministry uh, that is helping the homeless in downtown Orlando uh, called, hash, literally, is named Hashtag lunchbag. Bag. And uh, yes, you can follow them in a hashtag in Instagram, but that's their name as well, Hashtag Lunch uh, in a bag. And one of the things they're doing on Saturdays, besides taking uh, lunch and, and food to the homeless, is they're trying to provide socks. I know this might sound weird, but they are trying to provide socks to homeless people that might need to change their socks or might have no socks. Uh, you'd be surprised how important socks can be, even though we like to make the fashion statement of not having any socks. But, you know, the, you know when you're walking around and you don't have a place to live, socks are important. So we're... Um, one of the schemes that I always, you know, uh, um, if you haven't met Otto yet, Otto and I are always coming up with schemes of all different kinds, things. Uh, 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 well, yes, thank you. We also uh, sell and buy um, uh, uh, Weight Watchers points. <laughs> we, we have this market that we, you, uh, sorry, that's not, I don't want to be thrown from the temple as a, selling things. But anyway, we are trying to collect socks. And so I want to invite you to be a part of this, to get some, some uh, you know, sweat socks, crew socks, whatever you like to call them, gym socks. We need these because we want to help these uh, individuals that are homeless, and we want to support this ministry that is reaching out to them. So if you want to drop a bag of socks, you can do them in my office, or if you see Otto around, just give it to him. My office is in this uh, hallway here. Um, I bought this this morning, five bucks. Come on. I think you can do it. I think you can, you know, like buy one and just drop it and, you know, be on your way. But if you want to, you know, buy much, large quantities, then talk to Auto. We have a business on. No, um, no, but we need socks. So please, 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 help us out with some socks uh, for the folks, and we greatly appreciate it. Um, and now to more serious matters. The Word of God. Um, a, this is an interesting text. I think there's a, a lot in it. And when you first hear it, it, there's some harsh words in it. And I got to tell you, I got to admit, I was struggling with how to talk about this text. And so as I was struggling at home, sitting at my desk, trying to, you know, figure out how am I going to communicate, how am I going to talk about this text? My wife says to me, "Um, I want to go antique shopping. And uh, like every guy, I don't like (laughs) antique shopping. I mean, if you do like antique shopping, we will be collecting your man card as you leave. But, um, I said I was fearful that she would go and overspend our account. So I said, let me go with you because I'm fearful of what you might buy at this antique store. And so apparently um, we're we're new to town. We've been only in, um, I've been coming back and forth between Miami and Orlando for over a year. But now we recently in August moved in. So we're new in town. But my wife discovered that on US 27 on a way, you know, from Lisburg on the way up to the villages, there are tons of antique shops. So we headed that way. And uh, so we, we were, you know, at an antique shop and she was browsing, and I did what every man would do. I found a place to sit. And, you know, I was bored, out of my mind. And so there was, you know, something next to me, I, I like with, with drawers. So I, I, I started looking through the drawers and I found uh, some letters. I was curious, I have nothing to do, I'm at an antique store, I'm going to peek. And so I, you know, started looking at these and began to read. Why not? Nothing else to do Not an antique store. (sighs) So I opened it Hmm. May 5th, 1968. Da Nang Marine Base, Vietnam. Hmm. Dear Lucy, I just got here and it's a very strange place. Even after one tour, still strange. I miss the mountains and the snow. I miss you. I miss our son, Michael. I got your letter. Thank you for the care package. I'm glad that Michael is doing so well. I'm so sorry that my duty has taken me away and that I missed his second birthday. Be careful with the water heater, it's giving us problems. Ask Jason, our neighbor, to help you. I love you so much, Mitch. Yeah, pretty, you know, straightforward. Kind of, you know, soldier writing home, but I have nothing to do. So I kept reading. December 10th, 1968. Lucy, I got your last letter. And I can't believe what you have done to me, to our son, and to our family. I'm so angry. You better thank God that I'm here and not there because I could kill you. I will kill myself, but I will probably die here anyway. Maybe Charlie will put me out of my misery. I still can't believe that you had an affair with Jason. And got yourself pregnant. Every time I think about it, I feel like throwing up. I'm so angry, so frustrated, but I'm stuck here, and you're over there. Every time I read your letter and you say I'm sorry and ask for forgiveness, and feel like I feel like killing you. Needless to say, we're getting a divorce we going to tell Michael when he grows up? And don't tell me to talk to the chaplain. What, you're trying to wash your sins from your hands? Wow. I can't say that out loud. Mitch. Quebo chinche. In Spanish, Puerto Rico, that would mean a TMC level scandal. So I gotta keep reading. February 20th, 1969. Lucy, I spoke with the chaplain. He said that I needed to forgive you and that God will give me the strength and the love to do it. But I just can't. I can't. I can't forgive you for what you've done. And you have an unborn child that will always remind me of what happened. I can't. Sometimes I pray and I have a sense of peace, but then I have an image of you pregnant and in somebody else's arms, and that peace goes away. I wish I was not here. But maybe it's safe for you that I'm here, not there. How can I ask God for help? And how can God ask me to obey him when it hurts so much? How can I ask God to to give me strength to forgive you? I don't want to talk to him. This is frustrating. God asked me to forgive you, but I can't. Now I'm into it. I have to read the next. February 20th, 1969. Dear Lucy, I write with mixed emotions. I'm angry. But I have to accept your apology. And today, I forgive you. This sounds crazy. But despite my anger, I know that to follow Jesus, I must forgive you. I had a long talk with the chaplain. He has been helping me to see that if I say that I love God, then I must allow his love to flow through me. Imagine (laughs) Me talking to the chaplain and going to services. But I have to admit that something supernatural has come over me. The chaplain told me that I surrender to God. If I surrender to God's command, then God's love will fill me, will change me. God himself gives me what I need so that I can obey him. The chaplain says that to surrender to God is to love God. To obey Him is to reflect His love in us and through us. The chaplain was telling me that this is called perfect love. He said that a theologian by the name of John Wesley, that chaplain must have been an Asbury graduate, thought that as we love God, His love is poured in us, and so we are able to obey God and love others. I have moments of doubt. These ideas sometimes are strong and strange to me. I don't want to surrender. I have to admit that anger towards you feels good. But I'm going to trust God. And I'm going to surrender to Him. And as I surrender to God, I know that His love is going to grow in me. I believe it. I can see it in my thoughts and how my words have changed. Pray that I will surrender so that his love will flow through me. Pray for me as I pray for you. Mitch. Well, there are a couple more. I want to know how this ends. I mean, it's not Netflix. (laughs) May 23rd, 1969. Dear Lucy, thank you for your last letter. I have to say that the love of God has freed me. There are lots of things to sort out, especially the unborn child that you're carrying. But I'm surrendering. I'm surrendering to God. And God has freed me to love and to forgive you. I know that our family will survive because of his love. This must be supernatural. It's hard to believe, but the more I surrender to God, the more I love him and he loves me. I don't know yet. If I can love the child that you carry. But I know that God will make it happen. If I surrender. I now look forward to seeing you. I now look forward to praying with you. God has loved us so much. Mitch. There were a couple left, and so I kind of know where the story is going, but I want to know exactly how it ends. August 7th, 1969. Dearest Lucy, Jesus is alive in me. His love overwhelms me. Wesley was right. This is perfect love. As I surrender to his love his love grows in me, and I love him and you and those around me even more. It's like a river that overflows within me. With God's love, I think all things are possible. And his love will help me love the child that grows in you. I think that our love, his love will heal our family. Can't wait to be home. Pray for me as I pray for you. And then I opened the last, and I found a folded over, crumbled piece of paper. It said, November 1st, 1969, to Miss Lucy Connors, Binghamton, New York. The President of the United States regrets to inform you that Captain Mitch Connors was killed in action on October 30th, 1969, In Binh Dong province, South Vietnam. When we surrender to God, God's love grows in us. And we're able to obey Him. Amen.